Yo, welcome to Journey to Truth podcast. Tonight we have on Steven Cefalo. He is the artist and illustrator for um, the Spear Bean Alliance uh, graphic novel, uh, Corey Good's graphic novel. novel. Um, I don't know much about you, so I'd love to hear more about you and how you got into all that and what you used to do and the whole transition. All right. So where do you want to start? Um, uh, well, you, first of all, how did you get involved with the, uh, novel or work with working with Corey? Yeah. So, uh, how I got involved was, uh, well, I was a fan first. I was just a, a huge fan of this narrative. Um, and I, I was working in New York city as a, as, as an assistant artist to a very big, uh, big time pop artist called Jeff Coons. And, uh, He's the world's most expensive artist. And we were, we were creating like uh, multi-million dollar paintings um, with, with uh, created out of dots so small of oil paint that like a brush couldn't even make the uh, dots. They're so small, but, it, wow. but it's like this high realism. So it's, uh, you know, I was incredibly grateful. I worked there in the nineties too. I came back, but uh but I was incredibly grateful. Incredibly grateful. It was a very fun environment to work in. But it, but the paintings could be very very tedious. So I'd be falling asleep in the studio on my on my scaffold, and uh, have to. Music wasn't cutting it anymore to keep me awake. <laughs> music and coffee wasn't quite doing it. So I started listening to weirder and weirder podcasts, and uh, and so these. Uh, so I started listening to Terry Cassidy, and nice. uh, higher side chats and. Nice. And, uh, you know, things that uh, were just kind of really reaching out there. And, but uh, when I started listening to Carrie Cassidy, uh, the whistleblower testimonies really caught my attention because it, it was, uh, it was like something that had, a, it had a, a certain sense of authenticity about it. Um, in uh, like the early 2000s, I guess maybe the 20 teens or something there was a who was that uh supposed time travel guy um john teeter, john teeter. I got into that. yeah yeah and uh i think it was like i think i was searching john teeter and and just things that were like that you know that that were kind of like really far out there but kind of believable at the same time and uh so, so i discovered this sort of treasure trove of whistleblower people on Carrie Cassidy, and then uh, somewhere down the line, uh, I found Corey Good, and I and I was just uh, I was just like, oh no, like I'm never getting out of this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, I got Gaia and uh, watched every single episode. You know, to where I felt like I knew Corey already. And yeah, sure. me too. I was there. I was uh, following it from the beginning. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Um, and uh, and then and then Corey mentioned something somewhere along the way about a possible graphic novel, and I was just like, "There's no way I'm not getting involved with this in some capacity. I'm doing something with this yeah. graphic novel because my I had already kind of worn out on fine art, and uh, was kind of like my my passion for fine art was kind of uh, grown uh, kind of wore thin." And uh, I was, I was looking for, a, like, I want to be part of this community, like part of this change in the air that I feel happening. And yeah. I felt like, uh, you know, classical art, traditional art, um, 
it's great, but it wasn't quite cutting it like for telling these kinds of stories. So that's mm -hmm. the perfect, uh, the perfect way to be a part of this thing. And I guess I'm not like a, a speaker or a researcher or an expert at anything except for the art, you know. So I'm, I'm contributing in the way that I know how. Well, we all have our place and that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool that, okay, so you, you explained to us, you know, your interest and you wanted to get involved, but how did you actually get in contact with Corey and, yeah. and start that whole process? Yeah, I think it was Twitter. So, uh, nice. so yeah, they put out a thing that was, uh, there was a contest um, and it was, uh, it was a contest on drawing a blue avian. And uh, it was like uh, the uh, Android Jones Blue Avian. That's the one everybody knows. And and uh, I think I don't I don't, I don't even know actually what Android Jones does except for the Blue Avian. But um, I think it was like kind of astounding how how close he got for not knowing much. You know, for just he just sort of like threw that down and got really close. So that was impressive to them, and they used it for a long time. But uh, but what i what, but the 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 competition was more based around um i guess getting closer to the spirit of of uh tier air which is which is a very loving being you know um so you look at you look in his face and you just see you just see pure love and uh so Corey wanted to try try to see who could tap into that and i lost um, <laughs> but uh, but when i saw the when i saw the winner uh, I thought, well, it was it was uh, really cool. It was really beautiful, um, but it was it was just kind of almost like another version of the Android Jones um, Blue Avian, and so uh, so I wanted to sort of uh, pick Roger's brain. Well, I guess I didn't know Roger was behind the Twitter account, but I but I started sending like different versions to uh, the to their Twitter through uh, instant or like DMs or whatever. And, uh, and eventually they realized I was really serious about getting this right. And so, uh, so I, I tried version after version of trying to get the, the blue avian right. And then, uh, and I was like, you know, I do all this other stuff too. And so uh, they, they had me, I, I offered to start doing stuff for free for them at first. And I would just like pulling all nighters uh, to crank out the best, possible thing that I could you know over delivering every time uh, trying to impress them and I got their attention that way and eventually they nice. asked me uh, like hey uh, can you do uh, graphic novel work and I had already done some comic pages that I showed them and uh, and they, they were happy with that and they decided to give me a chance wow and nice and the rest is history yeah yeah yeah, I think um, I had never done a graphic novel before, but but they liked the they liked my dedication to getting things right, you know, to getting the story right. Yeah, nice. Corey, Corey has definitely mentioned uh, how he he has mentioned how much he, he likes your work uh, a couple on a couple different occasions. Uh, awesome. I, re I remember him talking about. Uh, there was one scene when he was a kid, um, and I guess his father smashed the uh, presents with a the 
with a hammer or something like that. Yeah. 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 He said the way you illustrated that scene was almost exactly like he remembered it. So mm. that's, that's very cool that you're able to recapture that for him. And, and uh, because you're not only going to be triggering audiences, but even it's triggering something in him, which is cool. Yeah. That's the best part of it is, is when Corey says that I, I just got the spirit of that, of that memory. Yeah. Yes. And I really try to put myself in that place. You know, um, it's not enough to me to make a good picture, make a good page, but I, uh, it's important to me that I, I get a, a, a feeling of, uh, the accuracy of the time period and the emotions that must've been involved. Yeah, yeah it's, for it's, sure. It's impressive. It's, I'm, I'm super excited to check it out. Me too. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to uh, have the completed thing in my hands and, and be able to flip through it. So how, how frustrating was it to have to just keep delaying and delaying because of this, uh, this name, the trademark with Marvel? Yeah, well, I, I try not to, I guess, uh, get too frustrated to wrap up. I, 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 uh, there, were, there were a few uh, frustrated discourses, you know, um, because uh, I'm like broke and dying <laughs> and waiting for this thing to happen. But, you know, uh, I, you know, nobody's, we're all friends and, and, uh, and everybody's understanding what's going on. Um, but, uh, the, the, the reason why it was delayed, it was all for good reasons because, uh, is because the project is, uh, is changing hands and, 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 uh, you know, Roger was wearing too many hats. He was making, um, above majestic, uh, while, uh, handling all of Corey's projects and, you know, the, the, um, conferences and all that stuff. And, uh, He's very intuitive, you know. The way he works is very intuitive, and uh, you know he's like an he's he he works like an artist. He's an artist, and uh, so you know sometimes things would get kind of disorganized, as they would if I was running the operation. And uh, so uh, we we switched we changed management, and uh, Roger had uh resigned for a while and uh and decided to get his get his personal life and his health back in order and he's having some health issues um from just overworking himself i'm not i'm not saying too much um you know about people's personal lives but it was it was happening to me too like i was uh in in making that uh you know it, it's funny because roger and i both got kidney stones really uh, you know almost at the same time uh so I don't know if that's kind of like an energetic thing or just uh, a result of uh, us both uh, being burnt out at the same time. But, uh, you know, it's obviously kind of a disorganized project uh, run by creative people. And so now we have a guy that's more business savvy running the project. And of course, we had the setbacks due to uh, the Marvel disputes. You know, and that's something that had to be worked out. That couldn't be rushed and it's nobody's fault um but uh the the cool thing is that we're all super energized now you know we had that big break and we're all you know all it was just me like we're all frustrated that we can't move forward with this that we're 
letting people down who are, who are waiting on the graphic novel. You know, it doesn't feel good. It's a PR issue. Um, and uh, we're all just uh, really pumped to be doing this again. And we've got most of it finished. It's, it's the, the, the large, larger portion of the project is done. We're, we're able to make it sort of bigger and badder and uh, cool. better. Yeah. Cool. So what, what was the final name that they settled on? For I'm that? not sure. <laughs> As, I remember um, correctly, because at first it was called Return of the Guardians, right? Correct. And yeah. then I think Corey said they changed it to um, Sphere Being Alliance colon Return of the Guardians or something like that. Yeah, we had talked about... What, what did you... I, th I think so. I think he's right. I think Aaron's right. Something along those like, lines. Like Sphere Being Alliance. So it looked like he made Sphere Being Alliance the actual like comic series name. And then Return okay. of the Guardians was just the episode or whatever. Yeah, we had talked about what I thought would make the most sense would be uh, for the, the final installment of the first trilogy to be the Return or the guardians um yeah it just makes you think of like a return of something is it's like yeah. something that happens later like yeah like star wars start, return, return right. of the jedi yeah right like, you don't the start King, with yeah. the return but uh, maybe i'm maybe i'm not getting it like uh, uh, another funny thing about the way that we're building this thing is it's really like really non-traditional the way we're building this graphic novel like we're uh Usually you have a you have a completed script first, and then um, and then you uh, build the page after the script. But we're kind of building the whole thing like a painting, like we're just putting it all out there, and uh, so starting with an outline, and then and then uh, you know it's like it's kind of uh, developing like a Polaroid photo. <laughs> you know, it's, nice. it's in there, kind of blurry, but it's coming to clarity as it uh, develops. And uh, That's yeah, awesome. instead of, you know, instead of uh, it being sort of assembly line fashion. Well, that's kind of the whole, uh, yeah. that's kind of just a, uh, I guess a testament to what's happening in the awakening community. I mean, we're not doing things in the, in the normal fashion anymore. That's so, right. You know, it's so it's, yeah. it's it's fitting for the for the project, honestly. It's yeah. a fresh approach. Yeah, and it's also kind of avant-garde. Yeah, it's it's got yeah. this kind of DIY element, you know, um me and Roger and Corey like it's it's kind of like um you know, I watched a documentary on the uh the early 80s no wave scene. Yeah, um, in New York and, and Sonic how, Youth and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you had people making, you had like musicians making films, and you had uh, artists making bands, and uh, and so this crazy thing happened, and uh, and it's kind of like that, like a, like you have a musician and a painter and a whistleblower, uh, you know, a military guy making yeah. a graphic novel you know i don't yeah. know and it's and it's cool like it's a it's a tough graphic novel and i think it's going to do well uh like in the graphic novel world even that's i think it I, is too yeah. yeah i have a good feeling about it as well i'm pretty excited so, 
So what was your approach? Not your approach. So how, how did, yeah, I guess it would be your approach. Did you just sit down with Corey and, and did he tell his story and you started drawing or how did that process take place? I, I would say like everything. <laughs> so, uh, so we're basically, uh, you know, we're just smashing ideas together. Uh, it's, it gets more and more um, sort of streamlined as we go. But in the beginning, it was just all brainstorming. And it was like uh, throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what sticks. Um, we did uh, phone interviews and, uh, and just jotting down notes and, and uh, yeah, outlines. And, but I think we, where we really started to gel it together was uh, when we, we took the, uh, the hero's journey. Uh, and 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 started uh, finding the places where everything fit, you know, within that uh, hero's journey. And then it and then it really started to become a story arc that uh, yeah that we could draw on and flesh out. Nice. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Now we've got a uh, we've got a we've got a a very well put together um, outline and. Uh, and then page by page, uh, Roger is, uh, I don't even know where his writing is going into it now. I'm not even seeing his writing as I'm making the art. Um, so I'm, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of funny in that respect. But, uh, but, you know, he's a very, he's a poet. So, so he, writes, he writes poetry. He's a poetic writer. And uh, I just know it's going to be really cool. Whatever he's going to, whatever he's doing. And, it, and he's probably bouncing it off of my art too. So I'm, yeah. I'm bouncing my art off of his uh, outline and then he's probably bouncing his uh, writing off of my art. A uh, couple more That's questions. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, they're just coming to me. Yeah. So I, you might not even know the answer to this. So where, are, where is this going to be available once it comes out? Aside I don't know. From Aside from the website, you know, I'm thinking they're wanting to really uh, distribute it broadly. Yeah, I think the goal is probably for it to be available at uh, your local bookstore. Comic comic book stores and stuff, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I think that's the goal is to is for it to be uh, available at every Barnes and Noble and places like that. If I could say Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Edit that out. No. <laughs> you whatever you want, you just can't say Barnes and Noble. We can't afford <laughs> right. that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Not that they need our advertisement. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's really cool. So you just went from a fan to, you know, co-worker. Of, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's yeah, kind of a... Uh, that's kind of like what I do. Like, I don't, I don't like to be a spectator. I like to be in it. You know, I like Involved. to be in the trenches. When there's something cool going on, I figure out a way to be a part of it. It's kind of that's what a, I like to do. That's exactly the way I am. That's why I'm so happy to be doing this podcast. Uh, we get to yeah. meet people like you and just everybody, every week is somebody yeah. new. And it gets us further and further submerged into the scene. You know, I guess yes. I say. But yeah. yes, and feel, this is like, yeah, you feel good about it. That's right. This is, uh, 
you know, speaking of uh, punk rock, you know, uh, we had talked about yes. <laughs> uh, punk rock earlier. Like, this is what I learned from punk rock. It was, a, it was that DIY spirit of just getting in there and doing it, you know? You don't have to be a – and I think this is the new punk rock, like, like the, uh, oh, yeah. the disclosure movement and, uh, and, and the Q and, and all this stuff. It's, and and this, whole, uh, this whole underground movement of YouTubers – um, and independent yeah. researchers, like it's it's even bigger than that, you know. Um, like analogy, but though. it's a good. It's the same spirit, yeah, and it's the same kind of like sense of positive rebellion against the establishment, but any even in a bigger, cooler way. Like I actually yeah. think this is going to flip the planet. Oh yeah, oh, it's already it already is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I, I felt the same way. It has a very punk kind of feel to it, like. Yeah everyone yeah any anyone and everyone can just make a youtube channel or or get online and do something and get involved and yeah just take action become an activist yeah, and, you know whatever right like. yeah and even if you're not um like the brightest person uh, you can share a meme you know yeah. I'm, I'm like i'm just not sharing uh, stuff on facebook alone yeah exactly you're, right. you're involved yeah that's right. We're all doing our little part. I used to, I played guitar in a punk rock band a couple, you know, eight years ago, six years I ago. I want to hear it. <laughs> it was a, it's a local you're band. punk band out of all your metal bands. <laughs> oh, I, I played, no, I, I actually, I, this is, I went, I started off playing country, then I played in a ska band, then I played in the punk oh, band. And I oh, right. It's metal band. A ska band. <laughs> so you must be, it sounds like you're probably around, how old are you? Uh, 30, I'll be 33 in October. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Me and Tyler are the same age. All right. Basically. Yeah. I think every time somebody asks me that question, it gets harder and harder to answer. I know. I have to stop. <laughs> I know. How old I'm, am I again? <laughs> I'm 43. And, uh, I was just telling my son how like after 40, you stop counting. You're like, I don't know. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter? Yeah. <laughs> it's a new category. Yeah. I love that though, because you were you were involved in punk back when like I don't know. <laughs> I feel like before well, before you, but you know, I, I it's like I guess everybody feels like they arrive at it late. But but uh yeah, yeah but um yeah, but you, got to, you got to see the scene like a little bit, you know, in person more when it was like Yeah, ten ten years earlier than you did, I guess. Yeah, but well I, I never <laughs> felt like I was involved in the real punk scene. Like I was in bands that were like semi-punk i guess yeah yeah but there were like a lot of emo and like screamo and that kind of stuff well, it's, it's like i like it, indie stuff indie rock it's all and, punk yeah, yeah sure it's all punk whatever but <laughs> when i was a little kid when i was like like in the early 80s my dad he we lived outside of philadelphia and my dad would take me to south street in philadelphia like where all the all the record stores were Mm -hmm. and uh like he came to laugh at the punks like he, really? he would take me to this to the city to uh and, but it had the opposite effect on me i was like, like this is where it's at this is so cool it was like one of those things like this is not this is exactly what you're not supposed to do <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> oh but i just thought it was so tough i thought it was so cool because my dad was in the military and it was kind of like this mix of art and military 
everybody running around in like spray painted uh combat boots and stuff boots, and, yeah <laughs> yeah and i just thought man this is the, this is the coolest thing ever and yeah, i, I yeah. determined to be part of that one day that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic that's really cool you need it you need this right uh punk rock soundtrack to this graphic novel now no you wouldn't want me to do that <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be very good <laughs> hey you never know <laughs> but that's uh, well yeah that's that's kind of the 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 uh spirit though you just do it sure. I, I i i do make music i just don't uh i've learned through enough embarrassment to uh be more careful about sharing it with people uh, <laughs> I'm sticking to the graphic novel for now. <laughs> yeah, hey, you found your place. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool that you just reached out and were persistent. But everything, you know, something was nudging you because uh, I, something, I, I should say, some other entity, some other, something spiritual was nudging you to do that, clearly. Yeah, to do, to do which? The to, to approach the the Corey in the way you did like you knew like it was not something that was yes just, yeah there was just there was just no doubt that this is what like I wanted to be doing something related to this with my life and if like if all of this energy that I put into building my skill set didn't have some place in the movement <laughs> uh, then you know it wasn't going to make sense to me Sure. Uh, so I, I determined uh, to, in some way, take uh, all the skill sets I've built to this point and uh, be part of the movement. Yeah, that's awesome. I so that's great. Uh, when you were so when you first discovered cosmic disclosure, um, prior to that, like, did you have any idea of a secret space program or anything along those terms? from the other stuff you were listening to or was it just all like holy cow no i think i th well a little bit i i think uh carrie cassidy had a few people um that really kind of captured my attention and and now looking back i can't even remember who they were i couldn't even tell you who they were but they were kind of like yeah like less i guess gaia just really brought a lot of, of attention to corey um yeah. And he's very memorable because of that. He's kind of iconic and, and it, it kind of makes more difficult. Like now I'm going through back through those people and, and I'm uh, paying more attention, you know, um, people like. Uh, Randy Kramer, I think, came out. A Randy Kramer. Corey, yeah. 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 yeah, and, yeah definitely uh, came out before Corey. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, did. Did I before Corey. Like, is that right? Yeah. I definitely. 2014 is when he came out. Okay. But, I missed it somehow. I didn't, I didn't know about him until after Corey and I was, and I was following David Wilcock at that time. That's the only reason I checked out cosmic disclosure because I was following David and, and um, yeah, all of that information was new. All the secret space program stuff was new to me at the time. And it, yeah. was, my mind was just being blown every week. <laughs> by the stuff I know. I, I was, I was like, I was driving during a lot of it. Like I was in the process of moving um, listening to a lot of it um, and just like scream laughing in my car because I thought <laughs> it was so crazy 
<laughs> you know, just all the like, uh, all the, it's just everything you want. Like it's, it's time travel, it's aliens, uh, yeah. everything you want. It's just like stuff it's, that's, it's like so weird that nobody can make it up. And like, you could just yeah. never think of it. It's just like things like, um, it's like, I think this was Corey good. It was, it was in, um, I, I, I got, uh, synchronicity key and the, I got I got the you know David Wilcox uh, books. I was listening to those. There, which book was it? Where it was it was like given the specific um, Stargate addresses. Ascension Mysteries, yeah. Yeah. Ascension Mysteries. And it, I just like, oh, it was so cool. I was like, I, know, right? I don't know what I can do with it, but I was writing it all down. You know, <laughs> yeah, I wrote at one point on yeah. at one point on Cosmic Disclosure or one of those. I don't remember what show it was. They they gave the actual address of planet Earth as, as what <laughs> yeah. as what what the secret space programs, the SSPs and stuff say if you were to literally GPS Earth and he said it and I wrote it down. I have it. It's written. like Soul 3 or something like that. Well, no, that no, this is something different. Well, these are the ones like, that are like an IP. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Type it's, number, got like yeah. This, it's like yeah. it ends in I think Oh, I remember where I heard it. Six six oh six is the yes. last yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Damn, you're good. Good memory. <laughs> yeah. eight, well, eight, three eight, numbers. Eight, <laughs> yeah. Eight five three eight four seven zero two four six oh six. I think I think uh, David Wilcox said it on Jimmy Church Radio is where I heard wow. it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him saying it. I couldn't remember where. That's I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that's where it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then when I that Jimmy Turch discovering that was like, oh no, I have to go through every episode of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There's still a lot. There's so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's just like snowballing. It's just the more there is, the more there is, and this is like exponential growth. Yeah. Well, also, so when he first came out, when Corey first came out, it was just one twenty and back that he was that he had remembered and that he was mm. telling. And then at some point he remembered two more. So now there's, he has three different 20 impacts yeah, that he has memories least. from. <laughs> yeah, at least, if not, yeah, maybe there'll be more come out. <laughs> I don't know how many times. Yeah, and can, and more memory surface. There's, there's new briefings and it's just kind of a story that keeps giving. Yeah. And I think so many more people think about it. That's just Corey. He's just the only guy who came forward. And, and I mean, God, there's got to be hundreds, thousands of people who have right. the same exact story or similar stuff. I mean, it's just we're just all in wow of Corey, which we shouldn't be, you know. But it, like exactly, said, it's kind of iconic. It, he, he, David Wilcock, I feel like brought him into a big spotlight. Yeah, and yeah, and the story but, is amazing. And don't get me like, yeah. it was mind blowing. But yeah, you're right. There are other people that like well, they've also been through. <laughs> Yeah, but we have no idea who it is. I have memories of from being on a craft going to the moon, like oh, crazy wow. stuff. Uh, and but I don't know if they're right. from that or if it was just a dream. Like dream. I have no idea. Same thing. Yeah. I've had I've had a bunch of dreams of like being on like an alien type planet, being on a spaceship. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm. and they. I mean, they could just be dreams, or they could be. 
memories. I don't know. Right. I have no idea yeah. at this point. Same. I, I have the same thing. Um, yeah. And then you have, yeah. you have people like, uh, you know, Niera Isley. Yeah. And uh, wow. I'm just getting ready to all say these it. people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Niera is awesome. I don't know if you, were you there? Um, no, I think that was actually Contact. When they, oh yeah, yeah, because they, they, they did the, they screened the first version of Above Majestic. At Contact and, last year, yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, and there was a, there was a, oh, you were there, yeah. Yeah, it was did Corey's. You see, were you there when, after, um, okay, Niera uh, did her piece on the, on the interview, and it triggered something in, a, a girl all of a sudden remembered a girl slash a female, um, all of a sudden, like it triggered a memory, and she just burst into tears. That that happened at Dimensions of Disclosure as well. Unless you're did thinking it, of it? Dimensions, of, well, yeah, I, I know it happened at Contact as well. Oh no, yeah, it I, don't, I don't remember that for some reason. I was sitting in front of me. I was sitting behind this girl in the part when Nira came on, and something triggered something in her and she was uncontrollably just bawling yeah. her eyes out Same uh, really. she was experiencing some type of almost yeah. looked like she was remembering the trauma of something that she had gone through i don't know well, i don't, sure. Know. I'm sure I don't know what happened uh it was, it was powerful man it really was wow. well corey some of the pages that i do like one of the most recent pages uh that i completed he's he, he said this page is going to this page is going to trigger memories. Oh yeah, yeah. that's in, that's interesting that he knows that mm -hmm. he knows that. Yeah, yeah. The, wow. um, something about something Niara said one time on Cosmic Disclosure. She uh, remembers being put in a craft and taken to the moon, but she was thrown down on the ground uh, mm. and just not strapped in or anything. And it was like uh, with some type of reptilian or whatever. Uh, and that's exactly one of the memories I had. Uh, the same thing, being thrown really? down on the, on the bottom of a craft. Wow. And it, it was, I was being taken to the moon, but it wasn't, uh, it was like an older technology because I could feel the G-force. Like mm. I've never even experienced G-force in my life. Uh, but it was so real. I woke up in bed and my, my entire body hurt because from the from the g's from being on this craft yeah. really it, it literally it took like minutes like 10 minutes before i could finally like move again comfortably it hurt so bad but that it, it was so real i have no idea and, it, and when she said that she was thrown down on the bottom it was like exactly it was like holy cow like <laughs> that's wow. maybe that's what happened yeah. with me Did, one of the really cool things that happened uh there, there's a Roger kind of has a, you never know who you don't know who Roger is he's a, oh yeah we he's know. a guy you well, guys know. know but but for for uh, the audience for the audience he's kind of the uh, well he, I guess for a while he was he was kind of the creative mind behind uh, Corey's projects you know and and uh, above majestic uh, yeah he's he's just kind of like the creative force behind those projects. And he's uh, also, uh, you know, he's just one of the team of three that's making this graphic novel. Uh, yeah, he's probably doing, uh, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's done the most work, I you think, know. or all of the work, really, uh, the, the creative work besides uh, my artwork. It's just, you know, we're the creative team. Corey is the, 
obviously the the teller of the stories and the, and uh, and all the creativity serves his story of course ultimately but uh what's cool is Roger and Corey have this um connection that's really interesting that I've observed so um sometimes like Corey will say something and Roger will know the rest of it like he'll say was there hey. Was there a uh, was there an orange thing, and he'll say, you know, was there an orange thing in that hatch, and then he said, yes, there's a warning sticker, and I'm like, wait, how do you know that? <laughs> wow. And he says, honestly, I don't know. And um, there's certain stories that uh, there's certain experiences that they both have, they've both had, and. Uh, Really, you know, like they've had really similar abduction experiences, and uh, so there's some little like uh, I don't know, there's some connection. And I, I, I had uh, experiences when I was a kid. Like I don't think I was like some kind of SSP, you know. But, but I, I think that I also was uh, being watched uh, or like something, you know, when I was a kid. I don't think they were that interested in me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I was some kind of, uh, yeah, I, I think the plan or, or the knowledge that I was going to be part of this might have been uh, there when I was a little kid. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, that's soul contract material there. Uh -huh, right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I know, I know when Corey... I don't know what happened if he was sick or if it was because of those meds that he was taking. At one point, they were not able to contact him. Uh, maybe it was the Blue Avians and the, and the Anshar, but I know they started contacting Roger. Am I, am I correct about that? The Blue Avians? Yeah. I'm not aware of that. I, I, might, I might have this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Roger experienced some uh, – communication some contact okay. at one point because they couldn't reach Corey for some some reason that would not surprise me but um i'm not aware of that was that during when Corey was taking those one meds well see that's what i think it was about the anchar i think that was the anchar in particular the Anshar, yeah. i thought okay. i remember them talking about this at dod last year oh wow well maybe oh. they did <laughs> Um, I, maybe, you know, or maybe I'm just totally, maybe I dreamt it. No, <laughs> I, I am, I am, uh, I'm really like, I, I get, uh, distracted by things and like, I miss amazing information because my mind starts wandering. So it's, yeah, <laughs> sometimes I, I catch like 20% of what people are saying and I'm going, I, I look like that. I do that a lot. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a good trait for an artist though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My, my imagination's working. Yeah. Exactly. You like in the middle of drawing a face. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start drawing the moon over here instead. That's the way yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, thanks again for doing this for us, coming on, and talking about this. It's been awesome. I've. Uh, I don't know yeah, how many. Super last minute. Well, and oh, last. Yeah. yeah come yeah. last minute like this. I mean, I don't know how many other people know the whole story of how you came into uh, how you came into working with Corey. So it'd be interesting to see how this uh, 
how the how the public i guess public there are a couple listeners whoever we got uh, <laughs> per- perceives all this you know i think it's going to be pretty cool well did joy did the thing the one you did with joy did that already air or was it live or yeah it aired yeah oh, okay. um Oh, so you've already done. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So he's already. He's already yeah. I gotta go back um, and watch that now. Yeah, we talked more about the. Um, we talked more about, I guess, a little bit more about the, the the relationship between pop culture and sci-fi and and the disclosure narrative. Uh, nice. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on? Like, I have time if you if you want to. Yeah, we got uh, time too. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to wrap it up. I just thank okay. you. For, uh, okay. do, we feel like we can get. Feel like we can get meteor here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of meteors, did you? <laughs> did you? Uh, great did, you oh, did you hear great. about? <laughs> uh, did you hear about that one uh, last week? It, um, that oh, God, where was it? In Australia, maybe. Yeah, in Australia. It like blew up before it hit the ground, almost and like a mini nuclear explosion. I did not. When when did this happen? I did not um, either. It happened on. I gotta look here real quick. Um, I think it was Tuesday. I believe it was on Tuesday. Um, while while Tyler's looking, yeah, at go it, ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got it. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, what do you? So, what are your thoughts on all this? this new uh, mainstream disclosure coming out about UFOs and Navy pilots seeing UFOs and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm different. Like, I guess I'm, I'm just open. I'm open to different things. And, and uh, I, I, I don't consider myself an expert on any of this stuff. Like that's kind of what really what I want people to understand is uh like i'm i don't consider myself an expert I'm, uh, at on any disclosure topics or you know, UFO uh, secret or space program that. yeah any of that yeah. like i'm just like anybody you're just else fasc- just you're just like, fascinated yeah i just it. love it and i'm trying to piece it all together and uh, i'm trying to really reserve too much judgment about about any of it um i know that uh yeah people have there's some, been some skepticism about uh which seems warranted about, um, you know, some of these videos and the way the pilots are kind of um, uh, not talking like pilots. And, yeah, that uh, was the Tom DeLong to the Stars yeah. release what, right. a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. like, Check this out. And it was just exactly. like, this is it, really? And then, yeah, and the yeah. pilots talking was like not normal. <laughs> Right, not, not professional at all. Yeah. Well, you do yeah. know the, you do know the Navy. The recent uh, articles that come out about the Navy spotting UFO is actually uh, just a it's a sighting from 2018, March 2018. Oh, it's, really? it's finally made public. Yeah, Adrian Youngblood clarified that. Yeah, uh, and this thing, this uh, meteor did take did uh, hit in Miami on May 22nd. And it uh, it blew up right before it hit the hit the ground, you know, and and caught, it was like a mini nuclear explosion. I don't think anybody was hurt, uh, but um, uh, yeah. did that not happen like a month ago or something? Uh, this one was May twenty, oh May twenty, Tuesday, May twenty first. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it because like there's something else? There was another event really similar to that 
in LA. Are you thinking of that one? Some somewhere. Yeah, else, there was yeah. one in LA that was. Yeah. It, lo- it looked like a falling meteor. Yeah, it was one in LA. Yeah, you could. It was it falling. Like fireball. And like changing directions a little bit. Correct. Slowing yeah. down and stuff. Yeah. That was yeah. February though. That so that that was February nineteenth. That was February. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was looking yeah. at that one also. What are people chalking this kind of activity up to? I, to be honest, uh, I mean, it, there's so much going on right now uh, between you know all the the alliance and uh, cabal wars going on in the background. You know, there's secret space programs and there's all kinds of secret uh, technology and secret armed forces that we don't even know about. You know, that sure, yeah. I'm sure have been battling for a while, but it's and this is what Corey said, you know, has been saying is like, you're going to start seeing more stuff come out in the open because the war's heating up and it, it's going to start seeping out and becoming more visible. I remember him saying that a couple of years ago, at least, at least uh, and that's exactly what's been happening. We're seeing weird stuff happen and disclosure, you know, they're trying to like do this drip disclosure in the mainstream because mm-hmm. you got the cabal and the deep state, trying to do their own partial disclosure because they want to steer the narrative into what they want it to go and also cover up all the stuff they don't want out. Right. I was just going to say, and then, so you've got, you've got them doing their, just putting their disclosures out through a lot of the cabal controlled mainstream right. avenues and using, you know, all these big name people. I, I do feel like the Tom DeLonge to the stars is probably un, unwittingly to Tom DeLonge, unfortunately is being used in that way um and then I, I I think you have the alliance working to, to like bring full disclosure but they're also at the same time they seem to be worried that uh, the masses can't handle full full disclosure at least yet yeah. and they're they're like okay we need to do it gradually but we but we but we want it to be the correct disclosure yeah and i'm a full I, disclosure I, the, guy and they're trying to and they're trying to get out the cabal crimes and and stuff too sure. Um, sure. but where's the cabal's trying to completely cover all that stuff up and, and they, you know, there's, there's going to be a, the money's changing the monetary reset and, right. uh, there's, there's all, there's just so much going on that it's, it's a war between, I mean, the good guys and the bad guys, essentially the people that are trying to liberate humanity, the Alliance, yeah. the white the central banks. Um, yeah. So you got the people that are wanting to liberate everyone humanity and mm-hmm. get out this technology that's been hidden from us and get out the free energy and mm-hmm. get, change the money that's been enslaving everybody and then you've got the cabal that doesn't want any of that to change because that's how they control everything that's that's the right control system and disclosure is going through both avenues but it's heating yeah. up because you got both sides like no i want my disclosure. Right. Oh, I want my disclosure. that's right and it's and it's um the way i see it like it's it, it's all serving the purpose of blowing it all open like there's oh, no yeah. way they're holding back you know that the dam is gonna break and uh and the truth is coming out and, and the way i see it, it like th- them giving a slow drip is uh is only peaking more people's um uh, interest yeah yeah and 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 uh like, and as soon as they start searching these things, they're going to find uh, they're going to find all the other avenues too. It's all exactly. coming out exactly. But that's why they've been going so hard at like 
discrediting Q in the mainstream and right, which is it's censorship it's a joke. and all that. Yeah, it's a joke. It's yeah, all, it's, it's, it's all going to be uh, revealed really shortly. I think it is. There's no way they can hold back the dam. You know, the right. break in the dam, and they're trying. They're trying, but like, it's funny to me too because it's like you guys really think you're going to be able to hold this back when you're you're putting out disclosure and you think people are just going to stop at that, but like. Well, you got. You have to think about it. They're desperate. Like, so these people yeah. have. Hey, these people have. They're. They've been blackmailed. So. Yeah. They're gonna do. So say. Say somebody had something on you, even though you knew it was over. Would you not try everything you could do? That's everything right. you had. You would just keep going until you burned. You know. Yeah, and that's they a good. No choice. Doing. Yeah. That's a they're really doing. good point because from our perspective, it does look ridiculous and it does look like you're, crazy. you're out of your mind. But yeah, you got to look at it from their perspective. Like, yeah, they're so desperate and that's all they have. So they're just yeah. Well, they're yeah. On. They're uh, it it becomes just about uh, survival. They're just trying yeah. To... Exactly. They're just trying to not go to jail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. They're just looking out for themselves. Yeah. And they're compromised. Like everybody at the top is, or or most people are compromised. In fact, we're like, think about we're all a little compromised. You know, uh, none of us are perfect. Oh yeah. Um, we all have we all have uh, things we wish we wouldn't have done. But as the more more public of a person that you are, the more people are keeping tabs and uh, and also um, maybe trying purposefully. To put you in those kind of compromising positions yeah and like Corey, Corey said uh he said if they don't you know they're going to try digging up your past they're going to try digging up you know your anything they can on you and if they can't find it they'll make shit up they'll, they'll make start it. exactly right like, and they do yeah they, they do and i mean think about it just doesn't happen on that level. It happens on in high school you kids start right. you know kid it's just it's like a human it's a, it's like a natural reaction to to trying to defend uh, something you believe in. You know, you're going to make up a rumor about somebody else to take that, you know, take all the eyes off of you. It's, yeah, and it just yeah. discredits the people that are making up these ridiculous stories. Like, you remember just a year ago, they were trying to make Corey out to be a like a Nazi <laughs> something like that. And yeah. Roger, you know, Roger is Satanist. Satanist. And, you know, uh, yeah, Corey's starting. Uh, Corey's a cult leader. He's starting a cult. Right. Yeah, it's absurd. And and you know, Corey, um, his uh, and he comes from na a Native American family. Like, uh, how many Native American Nazis do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can't. He comes I never from. thought about that. That's funny. You could take any. I guess I like you were saying, you could take any person and make a monster out of them. You know, like I worked for. I worked for Nickelodeon. Um, yeah. You know, you could, you could, uh, you You're could connected say, to the oh, cabal. You exactly, worked for Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we all worked for uh, other people and, and uh, we all have passed before we were kind of tuned in and know, knew what we were doing. Yeah. Um, That's why you could, can uh, never, never assume. Yeah, if somebody worked at a place or like group, like you can't just assume they're in on. They're yeah. they're even in on or know about it at all, you know, like because it's everything's so compartmentalized and it's such a pyramid structure where. Yeah. The, right. The further down you go, the less people know and are just being used, and the further up you yeah. go, the more. 
and at the really it's just at the very top is the people that really know what's going on and are really controlling everything right. but, and i think um, you always need to be intellectually honest like like uh you know there people try to um uh like use a, a photograph of two people together as being like evidence yeah we have to always I, i'm always about being intellectually honest like we also can't for our own purposes go take somebody we don't like and then somebody else we don't like and because they were photographed together once uh say that they're uh yeah colluding well I, yeah you can't just take that out of context and be like look right. proof. yeah well, there, um, i know i have photographs of me with bad people <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but how would you at at the time you you didn't understand it? We were all ignorant to it, it you know. It, yeah, you also have to take into account like what part of your life that was, and it's like exactly. you're not awake yet. You're not yeah. gonna know any of that stuff anyway. Yeah, it might be a picture with a bad person, but it might have been the best night of your life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as far as you were concerned. I mean, if it was a celebrity or something, that's you. That's just a celebrity that. Yeah. What's what's interesting is a lot of these high-ranking officials and these higher-ups are just as ignorant as we are as far as what's really happening. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the people in these projects and these programs, just because they're you know they're up here above us doesn't mean shit. You know. Uh, uh, When president, when the president of the United States has no idea what's going on, that's when you know it's super compartmentalized. Yeah. Well, he's the president has never known. I mean, according. Well, I'm not saying the current president, but. Yeah, if you no, watch that, like watch unacknowledged, you know Stephen Greer and sure, that's yeah, a whole different topic with him. But what he <laughs> said was like thirty three or some level, thirty five right? levels above the president, and he yeah, and he talks about uh, one of the old like some president. He talks about uh, somehow finding out that there's UFO stuff going on, and then he's like, "Why don't I know any, anything about this? Why has no one told me?" And then he tries to get info about it, and they shut him down. They're like, "Are you talking about like, Stephen Greer?" They're basically like, you don't need to know. Well, he's talking about a he's talking about a former president, but he, he heard it on a Stephen Greer documentary. Yeah, Stephen Greer's documentary unacknowledged. I know exactly um, what you're talking about. I don't remember which president. I don't think it was JFK. It might have been JFK. Um, uh, JFK, yeah. Well, JFK, I've heard. I don't know if going into the presidency he knew anything, but at some point early on, he found out a lot of yeah. what generally what was going on, and he tried to get access to it and was shut down and then and then we know we know the history like he tried his best to to do good and to change things and he got killed for it yeah it was like um, seven, seven days after he wrote that letter demanding to to know more or, yeah uh it's when he demand- got shot yeah exactly yeah so he and you know but yeah and then ronald reagan got tried they tried to kill you know i mean they shot him and uh, a guy stumbled in front and took the bullet, supposedly on accident, you know. And they say he was the last uh, non-deep state president. Yeah, yeah. Before, and maybe so. that's why, because they, they realized every president that's not, we don't have complete control of, is trying, keeps trying to expose us. And, and well, they weren't, they weren't expecting it to be such a problem back then. I'm sure they thought yeah. they, they had this under wraps. They didn't have to worry about that. So once Reagan did it, they're like, all right, from now on, we're getting our own guys in here. And then you get Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama. <laughs> and it's just all. Yeah. You know, super right, Reagan made that speech about, uh, you know, are there not aliens? Already among us. Yeah. 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 
Uh, that was words. about as far as he was willing to go. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, and, and telling what was going on, telling us what. Or was, was that as far as people would let him go? Or as far as yeah, without. Well, that's all you, especially in the, as a president, saying it in a public speech. I think that's as far as you would have to be comfortable with going. Uh, right. Yeah. I, what's well, interesting? Go ahead. It makes me think of uh, that. Was it the the uh, world War of the Worlds? Um, that test that they did. Uh, or they did a radio show like in the 50s or something and, uh, uh what, yeah it was like the uh, 30s actually I oh was it the worlds. yeah it was really early on um yeah they yeah, did Orson it as like Wells a radio yeah it was like a radio show where aliens were were invading and people yeah, thought and it they was were real people's reaction and people just went bananas Freaked yeah. out they thought it was real because yeah they shooting didn't know. at like water towers and stuff yeah I, rem- I remember hearing about that now i forgot i forgot all about that that's why i love doing this bringing back shit I- <laughs> yeah. uh it's amazing what you know what you know we've we've all watched and we've researched and we've taken all this information in but it never comes up on a day-to-day basis so when somebody asks you a question about something, it's amazing what you've retained. You start like, oh no, and you start just spitting out this stuff and like, holy cow, I can't believe that was all up there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Man, I remember hearing about that story when I was a kid though, and being so fascinated with that. Like, I feel like the, the, the disclosure idea, you know, that seed, it was like there when I was a little kid. Cause I remember hearing that story and going, yeah, like yeah, there's something about the, just yeah. the excitement of that uh that situation happening and and people actually thinking that but it was like a very fearful uh situation too you know it was the sort of uh the whole alien invasion narrative yeah um, which is a very you know a scarier negative thing but i have a feeling that even in the 30s i would have been like yes <laughs> you would have been one of the one you would have been one of the ones like yeah this is awesome <laughs> everybody else is like losing their minds you're the girl and the, you're the girl on independence day on top of the building with the sign yeah well, yeah you know i've never seen independence day i've i like it was it, it, to me so um I don't know. It's so corny to me. Yeah. Um, I don't like, I just don't like to see, um, it's very corny. Something that I'm, I'm, yeah, right. I don't like (laughs) because it's, it's a, it's like something I take seriously that is, uh, is done in such a, 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 just a a lame, predictable Hollywood, um, kind of handling. Oh yeah, it's definition of Hollywood sci-fi movie. But you got you have to keep in mind that came out when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I was like eight. Yeah, and it I saw it in theaters, and as a kid, it was wow, you know. And oh yeah, you had to know everything about it. That you know, um, going back to the president. So what's interesting is we we're talking about the clearance. Uh, David Wilcock apparently said one of his insiders, whoever that may be, uh, informed him that President Trump will be the first president to obtain cosmic clearance, which is allegedly the highest, highest. clearance that wow. you can get in any program. So, but you have to be 
and you have to be president for two and a half years before you can obtain okay. this clearance. Uh, so whether or not right now, <laughs> exactly. He said right around, right around right now is when, uh, if, if this is true is when he'll be just, just now getting know, it. Yeah. Just be like the door to freaking doors will just be blown open. Wow. Uh, and you see if, how everything's if, heating up so much right now. So yeah, it really, really feels like stuff's about to start busting open. Like, yeah. So what do you think about, lot. we were talking about this before the, uh, before we started recording or maybe like before our pod, before yeah, we started. The, yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah. What do you think about the, uh, the uh, things, the speculations people are making about, um, about uh 4th of july the 4th of july announcements so what you're talking about this is whoever's not listening q posted uh, man a couple days ago i think uh something about uh some type of event taking place on 4th of july weekend maybe 4th of july day actually i'm not sure at mount rushmore and some type of announcement being made uh, about somebody who we all thought was dead being still being alive uh, and so I don't know who that could be, to be honest. We, you know, I, I started reading all the comments. The one that came up a lot was JFK Jr., but I really don't think that's it. Um, you don't think it is JFK I, Jr.? I don't. I'm open to it. <laughs> I'm, op- I'm open to it, but I don't. I'm open to it, but I don't. I'm thinking like more like Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's Michael Jackson. Yeah, it just comes out like yeah. uh you know with his hat down like that. Yeah. Moon walks across. Yeah. yeah. It's Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh I I honestly don't know and to even guess would be you know, it would have it's it would be an uneducated uneducated guess if I was to guess. I don't know. But yeah, uh I guess I am not Are you certain that was that was Q did uh, that was a Q post or may it have been an anon another anon my instant my gut's going with it was Q I hate I, I hate doing this over the podcast because I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to misinform people but I believe it was but even if it may have been an anon I don't know I'd have to I have to look it I'll up put in, I'll put it I in the thinking. description what we find out after Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to be. People wrong are going to be that. listening to this. Be like, no, you're getting it wrong, you like, idiot. Yeah. Everyone's yelling at us right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I was following. I, I was a closet uh, JFK Jr. is alive follower for a while, and uh, you know, just because it's such a crazy story, and uh, I was a little embarrassed to believe it. But uh, after after Q said no. I figure like either I'm not supposed to, uh, either is that's right and and this is like dead in the water, or Q doesn't want us to be distracted by that for now. So, so I stopped following that. But uh, but Isaac Cappy uh, mentioning JFK Jr. recently, uh, yeah, that's right. just kind of that's right. re reawoken that uh, narrative again. So maybe it is. Yeah, you're right. It could be. Forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, God, there's so oh, much. He, named, he said JFK, dude. Yeah, no, he did. He did. did. And then what? What do you think about him 
committing suicide or you know maybe it's him that's still alive maybe right. it's Isaac I, Kathy. <laughs> yeah. they say that there that uh nobody's confirmed the body that's what I, that really? yeah nobody's named the witnesses well the whole thing you know we've i don't know if you guys if you've seen the edge of wonder they broke it down i did know. yeah uh, i'm just i'm just uh repeating things from edge of wonder <laughs> oh, <sure>. uh <laughs> We're just repeating Edge of Wonder. <laughs> That's what we do. Which, which uh, talk about researchers, man. Oh, I actually, right. yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know if it's just them or if they have a team or what, but man, you really got to dig deep and, and you got to do this quickly. You have to yeah. piece it all together, put it in a platform that can be, that can be put out to the public within 30, yeah, presented to the public. Yeah. In a 30 I think they do their own research. I, I think, think they do too. Yeah. No, I, I believe so. They're, I believe so. They they work hard. Yeah, those guys are amazing. I, I actually had a dream that I was on the episode of Edge of Wonder last night. Really? Oh, you did? Yeah, I really did. Yeah. Hey, maybe you will be. Yeah, so if you guys <laughs> happen to be listening, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys got to have me on. I wow. dreamt about you. Journey of the Truth episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many episodes do you guys have? Journey, Journey to Truth. Uh, this is episode 16. Oh, that's this be 16. Yeah. impressive. One a week since uh, it's been one a week for since, 16 weeks now. Yeah. It's like early February of this year. Yeah. 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 All right. Well done, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Slowly, slowly growing little by little. We're, uh, we're just going to keep going. <laughs> more or less, more or less just having fun with it. Yeah. More than anything. Uh, yeah. We're just having fun. Yeah, make sure that uh, you tell Corey you were on here so we can get him and Roger on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You better get Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. Uh, actually, I've been wanting to get Roger on for sure. I've talked to Roger a few times. Um, I talked cool. to my DOD last year. And yeah, I definitely want to get him on if he's willing to do it at some point. Um, I think, uh, yeah, Roger may be interviewing me and Corey too at some time really doing yeah putting it out there nice yeah yeah it'd be very cool uh for that yeah that would be that that's that's really cool Roger and Corey they're all awesome people too that's that's the thing about you know when 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 people approach me how do you know these guys not bullshit how do you know they're whatever you know but when you go to when you go to the you know, they call it boots on the ground. You go travel right. across the world, you cross the United States to these uh, conferences and meet these people. They give you the time of day. They, they spend time with you. They talk That's to right. you. They don't put themselves in a celebrity status. Uh, yeah. you, exactly. may find yeah. yourself, you might find yeah. yourself sitting down eating a meal with them or sitting next to them in the, in the audience or however it might play out. Uh, they're just real people and That's they're right. genuine. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And, he, and if you've met Corey, you know, he's not interested in having a cult following. No, <laughs> you know, uh, he's not. not at all. Um, he's not there to draw attention to himself. He does, he's he's a, he's a very kind. He's not particularly interested in uh, being uh, what he's being the center of attention. He's, yeah, he doesn't want to be a celebrity or like, right. Yeah, he's, he doesn't blow you off. You know, he doesn't pretend to be too cool for you either. He's he just uh, you can just tell it's not his 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 purpose is not to uh, 
be the center of attention and to yeah. gain followers. No, especially when you go back and watch the early Cosmic Disclosure <laughs> episode. Doesn't even look like the same guy. Not That's yet. right. Yeah. I mean, he was. I mean, he, he, there's two options. Either he was acting all that, and because he looked really uncomfortable and like very much, he did not oh, want to be doing he, that. Like yeah. he yeah. was very uncomfortable um, and very nervous. You could just tell and. Emery was too. Oh man, Emery was too. Yeah, Emery's first episode, he was his his voice was actually shaking. Like you could see, he was extremely nervous to be talking about this stuff. It was hard to watch. Like his eyes were watering. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were were saying that he they had to pause because he he kind of like be crying in between the takes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because. Yeah, it's because the, these are not only guys that they don't want to, they're nervous and uncomfortable coming out and talking about this stuff, but like this is all super personal stuff to them that they've never really shared in this public of a way before. So, and stuff they've been told that they can't share, or otherwise it's right. your life. You yeah, know? and then the fear of all that. Yeah. It's got to you know be what? just crazy. And the more I watch it, the more I listen to it, I go, none of this is that crazy. Like it's not really that crazy. No, like, not when, when you, when you, um, when you start listening to the, the consistencies between the different uh, or among the different um, testimonies, uh, it's not really that out there. Like the t- what, pe- what people uh, pick on is the blue avians. Like really, you're, yeah. you're, um, you're like also talking about portals and time travel and yeah. uh, invisibility cloaking and all these things that are in public documents. Uh, publicly available government documents, but uh, you have a problem with blue avians. Like, like th- these are beings that are appearing to Corey as in a certain way, and, and uh, they just happen to appear as these blue uh, yeah. bird-like people. Like he's just telling you so, the beings that he he's yeah encountered. Like, like we all like i mean not all of us but a lot of people have seen strange beings and yeah tons why of why oh should God. we not believe Corey? like they, and well, they i think exactly. they came to him and said this is not our natural form or or Corey said that yeah. they, sure. this is the way they appeared to him are we gonna are we gonna say about everybody that they're crazy because they said like i've seen something that was like another I've, kind of a yeah. being that I, I mean so when, so the people that come out and talk about reptilians or like feline beings or lion beings or uh, yeah it's not that crazy, beings really. or like are you gonna call them crazy and like right. no I, well, I don't see all this fuss being started about those I think there's I think there's something in the water fluoride yeah. <laughs> I think I think there's fluoride. something in the chemtrails I think there's some type of programming going on. Uh, to counter to counter that uh, blue avian narrative that that causes uh, sleepers to call bullshit. I mm-hmm. honestly think there's some type of programming that will tr- that when they hear that it's just you know it, it triggers it. It's a reaction causing that causing that division. Oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. I mean, how hard is it to believe? I mean, parrots can talk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, right. What's, exactly. But these are. But the thing about the Blavians are not birds, okay? They're not um, sure, sure. But you know these, how I'm saying. These are th- this is these are the the raw 
this is the raw group. And if, and if anybody's read the law of one or any portion of the law of one, you know, mm -hmm. they're not putting you on like this is something other um, that's speaking to us through channelers. And, yeah. and this is the same group that's appearing to uh, that that's interacting with Corey and they're choosing this form for some reason. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cool thing is that they're asking him to make it into um, entertainment uh, uh, that, to, to take the story and to uh, and, and the cool, it's really exciting that I'm getting to be a part of you're a part of, of it. Uh, yeah yeah like did the blue avians have me in mind yeah a little like, bit what? maybe <laughs> hey it's it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility by any means right, right. Yeah. I, I think honestly I think I've actually personally had some uh, raw uh, synchronicities, I guess you could say, blue avian synchronicities. Uh, I saw some blue spheres, um, but so, I, but I don't have any memories, or I've never actually had contact that I know of. But I think we all have something to do with it. Mm -hmm. There's a reason you're on this podcast. You're doing that. There's a reason we're doing this. Everybody in the community, they're all being activated. Um, I think there's a, you know, our cosmic cousins or whatever are all just sitting back, just like puppet masters, you know, pulling the string. Right. Yeah. Right. And and uh, I guess it's also important to remember that, uh, you know, it can be exciting um, to think that uh, the blue avians had us in mind or something. But it's like it's like David was saying that we can't look up to them as celebrities or gods. Uh, and that's exactly why they're not presenting themselves to us. They, 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 they mentioned they'd done that before in the past. And people built religions around them. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, people are even trying to almost build religions um, around uh, Corey sometimes. You know, <laughs> people sometimes yeah. even, uh, you know, t talk up to like these are. These are just fellow experiencers who are who are part of this with us, and maybe you know they they've experienced a lot more than us. They're more uh, they have special intel, but they're just they're they're human beings. Like they're uh, Corey is not um, our messiah or something like that. The no. blue avians are not our messiahs, you know. No. Um, well Corey, we are the ones we've been waiting for is, is what uh, the what that's Ra their message. Like this yeah their message is literally the opposite of that it's you're your own savior yeah you know we have to believe in ourselves and and um we're the ones we've been waiting for and it's funny because Corey, i see people can um accuse Corey of trying to be this messiah figure and this savior figure uh yeah. cult leader or whatever and it's funny because it, it's like Corey's literally um, responded to that being like uh, the whole message I'm being told to put out and then putting out is that we are each our own saviors. <laughs> yeah. like, what? We're saving. We are the ones we've been waiting for. So why would I be trying to be a savior while putting what that cult out? ever asked you to think for yourselves? Exactly. <laughs> they didn't, yeah. ask, didn't ask for a penny. I mean, we, we, we're selling things like comics and uh, that's another hang up a lot DVDs. of people a lot of people are like oh he's making comics he's 
Like, right. oh, just doing this to sell we're, comics. We're, we're all rich beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so well, people, like, they can't get past that. They just see that and they're like, oh, that's why he's just trying to get bigger, make money with comics and entertainment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's just... It's, and the, the people that are haters have I've clearly there's nothing you can do to you know talk them out. Well, no, and they haven't they haven't looked into his entire testimony. I'm convinced that yeah, you know, or 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 it's it's they're being paid to troll them. Or you know, yeah, you know what? There's yeah, a number yeah, of I, possibilities. I I feel like the more um, the more this happens, yeah, you, know, you know, the more the more just blatantly untrue things come out. And people are obviously making just making things up out of thin air. The more I think that there's there is there must be some motive uh, behind the trolling. Like, why would they waste so much energy and time? Like, people are almost do, devoting entire YouTube channels to yeah. uh, trying to discredit Corey. Like, why? Why waste all your energy? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's why are you be... so much energy and time into discrediting one guy. Some right. people, people are being, people are being used as sleepers. Exactly. Are being used. Uh, Unless use, that's the case. Useful idiots. No, I, 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 I wholeheartedly believe that's the case. Oh yeah. And it's part of the program. It's the divide and conquer tactic. You know, they can, they have, they, they have the ability to put thoughts into our mind. They can make us get up and walk to the door and do something you know whatever it might be uh they, oh, yeah. they, they have more control over us than we have over our, our you know they over can manipulate us. people's emotions and that's that's i guarantee you that's going on and uh and then they got you know guys like the dark journalists out there putting out you know just attacking Corey and and other people just it's like why are you working so hard attacking Corey and not even it doesn't like, make any sense not even doing proper research like not yeah. interviewing anybody that knows them you know yeah, uh, exactly. just like it's just pure conjecture well it's just like it's just yeah. like the uh, the mainstream media you know bashing q or and then Same. you know but but if they if they if why haven't they just asked trump if q is real because they 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 know what he's gonna say not a single one of them have done that yeah yeah why good reason for that yeah yeah uh anyway i think we should probably start wrapping this up guys uh yeah we're hopefully you're editing this together right and oh yeah 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 Yeah, i i do that with like if there's i don't know too much dead air or like whatever yeah. yeah exactly um, but yeah. um we're not going to edit that part out where you said hopefully but i'm not going to edit that <laughs> part where you said yeah that. I, I, I was i was hoping you might but <laughs> hey, if it if it if it's uh if it adds to the uh the coolness of the podcast hey sometimes it. keep sometimes just leaving it raw is the best too you know just i'm actually gonna on. turn this into a steven cefalo exposed episode edit your voice together to like say what i wanted to say all right i love it uh yeah well thanks I, for coming thanks again for coming on man it, it was awesome uh it's great great conversation great yeah, talking to you seriously man thank you the so much. honor is all mine it's uh cool getting to know you tyler and yeah, I look forward likewise. To seeing you guys at bod yes yeah, same can't wait um I, uh, anything, any, anything you want to end with? Any, are you going to be at any other events? Just DOD? Or? I'm going to, uh, 
contact. Um, I'll be flying out on Friday to. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. You're going. So there you go. Anybody yeah. listening? Uh, so right, right when this airs, he'll be. <laughs> please do. Yeah. Yeah, um, it'll be airing Friday. Yeah. Yeah, say hi to me, please. At yeah, everyone say hi to Stephen and contact. Yeah. Everyone. Yes. Everyone. Everyone. Just. Say hi and start telling them your stories, and he'll narrate. He'll uh, illustrate it for you. Yeah, Yeah, on the spot. I'll make a. I'll make a graphic novel on the spot. (laughs) Says I'll do it for free, like a caricature. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks again. It was awesome. Uh, uh, Have a good night, man. It it was great talking to you. All right, you too, guys. Yeah. Take it easy. You too, man. Later. All right. Good night. Later. It's interesting because of uh, the announcements that are supposed to be coming out uh, that weekend. Yes, uh, tell me about this. What what announcements? Um, man, I don't. So it was a Q. It was a Q post. Uh, talked about some some something happening on July Fourth weekend at Mount Rushmore. Some right, big, right, some, right. Yeah. Some big some big news, but we don't. I know, know about this. I know about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's i'm very very interested in that and i'm not i'm uh reserving to you know excitement a little bit because i keep getting disappointed by those sorts of predictions but it kind of does seem like a like especially so did q actually say something or was that an anon that that said something about july 4th at mount rushmore I think this, it was, this. I, I want to say it was Q. I was uh, reading it with my girlfriend and man, I, I'd be, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look again, but I want to say it was Q. Well, that I don't, even, I don't even know about this. I haven't been keeping up with Q. Actually. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, uh, it's all kind of connected with the Isaac Cappy thing. And uh, really with the, uh, I hesitate to say, uh, JFK Jr. Oh yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah very... it, did, it did have something to do with JFK, also. Yeah. Or, no, yeah. it didn't. Uh, oh, that's what it said. Okay, let me. It was Q, and it said that it was an announcement about somebody who we all thought was dead is still alive. Right, right, well, right, right. Um, yeah, so everyone and, immediately and like, thinks was, JFK Jr. But, of course, yeah, but. That's, um, but hasn't Q already confirmed that JFK? But he said no when he was doing the Q and A. Remember, somebody asked. Yeah, JFK yeah, that's right. what I mean. Exactly, exactly. And I was, I was actually, um, like a closet follower of that narrative, because um, I, I just think it's so cool. Like I just like, I love yeah. a great story, you know, and and especially a great apocryphal story. Oh um, yeah. You know that that could be true. You know, uh, just the weirder the better. And that was just so weird and fantastical and exciting. And, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of poo-pooed it. And uh, so I try, I try not to make too much of it, but it does seem that uh, this thing is kind of surfacing again with a little bit more substance than it did the first time around. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe this would be one of those instances where Q kind of... Uh, misled us for national security reasons or something like that you know yeah, yeah which is very possible i mean right that would definitely make sense well hey let's uh let's get this started and uh 
if you want to add this at the end there and you could you know yeah i'll add this in because that was really good yeah, yeah thanks so <laughs>